Hey guys, I'm Emmy. And I'm Kayla. We've been best friends for nearly a decade and have gone through some of life's major milestones together. One of the biggest things that have connected us have been our past healing from traumas. I struggled with an eating disorder most of my teen and early adulthood. And I was molested by a family member over a long course of time as a kid. We started this podcast to continue help our own healing and to give other people the chance to do the same. No matter your age, race, gender, everyone has a story and we're here to break down barriers constructed by today's taboo society. This is Motherful, Powerful Moms, Powerful Topics. guys welcome to another episode of motherful powerful moms powerful topics it's me emmy and i am joined today by my friend mark mark is was raised on the west coast he's a sports fanatic an entrepreneur a well mental wellness advocate and the creator of the stew anger management journal app hey everyone how are you guys it's all right. It's fine. Yeah, I was like, how is everybody? My yeah, how is everybody, you know? Everyone, <laughs> just answer to, answer to yourself to see how everyone else is doing. But we are in a, a process of transitioning some different things in, in our show right now. And one of the biggest things that I have new going on in my life is that my family and I, we just got a new house in the city of pittsburgh so we're really excited about that move and i got my own office in our new house so i'm pretty psyched about that yeah that's that's um i mean do you is this your first home office yes our our house that we have now is bigger than any of the ones that we have lived in before so it's nice to be able to set up my my equipment and my stuff, and it's going to be a multi-purpose room. It's going to be my office. It's going to be the craft room. It's going to be we're going to do a little bit of homeschooling with Luna before she starts preschool. So it's just going to be an everything all in one. But it's really exciting to have that se- separate space from everything. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I uh, I have a very big bedroom, and I use it as half office, half bedroom. So. Uh... I'm halfway there. <laughs> yeah, halfway there. It's a good song. But what have you got going on exciting in your life, Mark? Yeah, so it's a, it's a very downtime right now outside of my day job. My day job, I'm a big, uh, I work in the candy industry. Um, so it's Easter. And so other than that. Um, oh my goodness, yeah, Easter. I forget how much Easter candy people go through. Oh, it's, it's, it's. <laughs> it's crazy it's so it's so much candy and it's all the it's not necessarily like the main candy it's like all the little candies the like little like eggs that are pre-done already with candy the like the 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 easter theme basically the, all yeah. the easter seasonal themed uh, candy that's that's where the uh the excessiveness and when you work in the industry there's like it's a lot more than you see than than uh, on the shelves that's for sure <laughs> yeah i don't ever know i i always think in my mind that Halloween is the major candy holiday and then I see all of the Easter candy that we get in at work and it's just crazy yeah um this is my first year so I, I can't compare the two but um out, you know on, in in your perspective as well like just you know a shopper myself like yeah I, I didn't think uh, Easter was so big but it's it's it is it's so big <laughs> for candy it's in yeah. it's unreal like half the store of half the store's aisles are like just candy it's unreal oh my goodness yeah yeah 
But we are here. You're joining me today to talk about your app. It's the Stew Anger Management Journal app. And if you go into your app store to download it after that we talk about it in this episode, make sure you put in anger management or you're going to find a whole bunch of, of cooking apps. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah, if you knew exactly. that or not. Yeah, no, it's uh, there's it's uh, another company. Um, uh, I think they're franchise Midwest or East Coast, I believe, uh, like Stu Leonard's or something like that. But um, yeah, you can just search uh, Stu Stu Anger. Generally, pulls it up on both app stores, the Google and the uh, iOS store as well too. So um, it's a little pink, uh, pinkish purple S icon just for visuals. Yeah, we'll make sure we put in some pictures on our social media and, and with this episode to make sure people know what they are looking for whenever they go to download that. But why don't you go ahead and you tell us what's in the app, what people can expect to look for. Yeah, so Stu is all about self-discovering our anger so we can be better human beings. Um, Stu isn't your typical do this, do that, and achieve this. It's more about, it's more open than that. It's a lot more about internal thinking internal like it's it's more about internally asking ourselves insightful questions that allow us to think deeper about each adversity we experience in life and it's about being mindfully aware of our triggers our thoughts that cross our mind our consequences also we can grow and be ready for the unexpected for for the next time because it generally you know i mean i hate to say it but there's there's going to be a rough time throughout life you know that's adversity you know overcoming so um but uh just the the basic concepts of the, it's a very simple app it has a few features uh it has the journal prompts it has uh, self-care challenges it has um immersive nature sounds um it has breath work exercises and then it also has a notes tab as well for like um just external uh extra things that aren't related necessarily to each of the journal prompts or something like that so yeah that's about that's uh that's the general um the overview of uh stew yeah i definitely love i've gone or gone around you know looking at the app and everything and i love the nature sounds just not even when i'm angry necessarily i just it's so calming just to listen to them at any point any any day yeah totally i i, I completely feel and understand that um for for me it's uh I listen to, so I meditate every once in a while. I'm not the best in a routine for it, but um, I meditate every once in a while. And uh, about, I would say about 50% of the time I listen to nature sounds. And for me, it's like, I, it's it's a very tranquil experience, a very tranquil state. Um, my, you know, my eyes are closed and I imagine myself in a field overlooking just an endless land of, you know, just, just like for me, it's like New Zealand or something like that, or, or like, um, the hill, the hillsides or stuff. Mm. So, um, yeah, but it, you know, that's my own comfort, but you know, everyone has their own variation to the nature sounds like yourself too. So why is along with the, the nature sounds, why is breath work important in the app as well? So so breath work breathing um so breath work is just another way of of just saying breathing exercises um it's kind of like the new new term for example like when we're angry our our breath is generally short and fast and just quick control breathing helps regulate the breath and the and our emotions and brings us back to a more calmer state the easiest, like for example, the easiest breathing exercise to to refocus is just a simple 
breathe in your nose for four seconds, hold it for two seconds, and then release uh, for six seconds through your mouth. That's generally a quick, it doesn't, it doesn't hold the breath too long, but it, it, it shocks the body into getting back into control, getting your, just getting back into a rhythm. So you're not, if you're, you know, if you keep getting heated and angry and, and hotter and hotter, you don't want to overreact. You don't want to, you definitely don't want to overreact. You, you, you know, then that goes to the consequences and stuff like that too. So um, that's a general term for breath. Yeah, I think most of what you, the outline of the Stew app is pretty self straightforward. Everyone's going to know what the things are, the journal prompts, the nature sounds, the breath work, the notes. But why don't you go ahead and tell people about the self-care challenges because that one might need a little bit more explaining. Yeah, so the self-care challenges is anything from compassion to gratitude, from tempers to yelling and screaming. And it's they're what they are is they're just little bite for now they're bite-size challenges. So what the bite-size challenges are, they represent the small little things in our life that create that can create angered moments. Like for example, losing patience. Patience is one of the newest challenges right now. And um, it just so and it goes into um, learn the first thing you do the first thing is you unlock the challenges by using the app you earn points and then those points you spend on the challenges and then you learn about the challenges um, within each challenge you discover what that what your what the topic's about there's a discovery paragraph in there um, there's a quote there's um, and then there's the challenge itself and then the challenge could be anything from breath work to for gratitude you know something for gratitude it's like you know say thank you more or or hold the door open for somebody or you know do a good deed or something like you know just it's it's to get your mind in better habits for the journey ahead so that that's the quick analogy (laughs) yeah 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 everyone you know i'm sure everyone that listens to this episode is going to want to check out this app and they'll be able to look around a little bit more and see what it it can do for them in their personal lives but so there's a lot in this app so why don't you tell us how did you create it what was the the idea and what was the inspiration for coming up with the idea yeah so Stu was created from a failed habits journaling app i was trying to create i'm a big i'm a very idea person um, i'm always thinking of different ideas different um ways of improving things and so forth so i was creating a cliche habits journaling app but i got just just got annoyed because it just wasn't uh things were failing the, the the development just wasn't going as well and so I was stewing on my bed and the and then it's and then it kind of hit me there because I was contemplating everything when I was on my bed thinking I was like not everything of course but like with the app of with the with the habits journaling app and so I was stewing on my bed and then it's all like why am I getting angry and then that's when it kind of hit me like I can why not work with this and so long story short I got I worked with uh because uh, I don't have a background in psychology or therapy or anything like that. So it's like, so me building a anger management app, it's like, I need to get the experience and, and the help. And so like, um, so for a year before the app was even created, I've talked to therapists, psychiatrists, um, counselors alike to get, you know, their 
what they would like to see in an app, what uh, um, what others would like to see in the app. So, and we're still very, 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 very early in development. A lot of the things that I don't even have a game plan just yet, but a lot of the things that are coming out that are going to be, that are things that are recommended by professionals alike. So this app is going to be very, very um, professionally oriented. It is already, but in terms of like, we don't have to get too far into this, but um, yeah. So sorry, how Stu was created. Yeah, just stewing on my bed for 30 minutes. And ideally that's how I got the name as well too, which is kind of ironic. People love the name. <laughs> um, Stu, you know, anger management, the whole uh, cliche thing there. But um, yeah, so yeah. So long story short, I spent a year researching, planning, talking. Um, I was writing down journal entries myself, um, the questions, the insightful questions, perfecting the self, the, the the questions as well, and so forth. So that's how it came about. Yeah, and I mean, who doesn't love a good stew, you know? Stews are amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do you have a target audience of who uses the app? Everyone who gets angry. <laughs> which is every human uh, so well just i mean it's 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 built for everyone anger comes in all forms it comes in it can be loud it can be violent it can be silent even it could be annoying and and so forth so like anger comes in a lot of different ways and it, these ways are everybody's individual method of their own anger so it's like for me my anger is very internalized so like um for growth or something like that like i get annoyed if i if my if i don't like progress or something like that and or and so forth but it's very but it's but it's silent though it's not in terms of you'll never see me angry per se it's more of like, like you might see me annoyed or something but you won't it's it's more of like my my anger is kind of like just internalized it's more internal anger um like like uh within me um but in terms of audience uh, right now it's for everybody it's just a, it's just a journal app but you know in the future it's going to be an app that therapists and psychiatrists can use with their clients or they can use them separately and just be a tool for them as well too so there's a lot of big things but uh, it is an app for everybody though especially um, especially if you're aware of your anger and you're wanting to correct or or change something in life but you want to be more you want an app that helps uh helps you identify these areas and that's what it's for so yeah, you were saying previously whenever we had chatted that right now you're seeing a lot of younger people download the app. And I think that's great in terms of what the future of our society looks like. Just the people being aware, the younger that they are, that if they get angry, they have anger management problems. The younger that you are and you can identify that, I think the better off our society is in terms of changing. Yeah, that's a good point. So let's go ahead and let's talk about anger. Uh, anger, by definition, is a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. And I did some research from Verve, V-E-R-V.com, about the eight common types of anger that we'll go through and we can just quickly give examples. If you have any examples, Mark, feel free to jump in of the different common types of anger, because I think there's a stereotype when you say anger that people think, and I honestly felt this way for a long time, people think yelling and breaking things and being mad verbally and just, it gets a lot of negative connotation when you say anger, but there's a lot more to it than the typical what you think of when you hear the word anger. 
Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So what what are those types? So the first one is, and I think we can both, Mark and I agree, that passive-aggressive is something that we're both very familiar with. Passive-aggressive anger can look like, I think I gave you the example that one of my coworkers stole a jack from me at work, and instead of confronting him, I just stewed in it in my own anger that he took it without asking. And I didn't say anything to him to make him know that I was upset. I was just like, let me just deal with this on my own. And he didn't bring him, did he bring him back? He did, but the point was that he didn't ask for it and I needed right. it in the time that he had taken it and I didn't know where it had went. No, that totally, yeah, it's... Uh... Passive aggressiveness is definitely a. I think a, I think everybody can probably relate to that on a like a monthly basis in some some small yeah, in some way. way. It's like yeah. if I tell my husband to do the dishes and then he doesn't do the dishes when I ask him to, and I'm just like, well, I'll just do it, and then I don't say anything to him. I'm annoyed that he didn't do the dishes. And if anyone is listening, goes back and listens to any of our other episodes. I think we talk about. Uh, toxic or yeah toxic relationships in one of our episodes is I'm a very big dish person I hate doing dishes so this is just something that comes up a lot about me complaining about dishes but if I don't say anything to him about not doing the dishes he's not going to know that I have a problem with it yeah exactly (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) dishes are a no-go for me yeah yeah it's not it's and the thing is passive aggressiveness can lead to bigger issue like it can oh, cause yeah. it can it can create bigger issues bigger anger louder anger so oh yeah that's what it'll lead into our second type of anger which is volatile or sudden which is out of nowhere and it might not be out of nowhere it could just be passive aggressiveness building up to the point where you just explode or you're angry for what the other person thinks is no reason but it there really was a reason yeah the best example is road rage so yeah. like for like you getting cut like you're just minding your business just listening to the radio and then all of a sudden somebody cuts you off and boom you're just like f this you flipping them off just yeah. everything and so um yeah you can go from zero to 100 real quick <laughs> yeah uh the next one on our list here is deliberate and this one is commonly thought of as a positive one and it's a lot of times used by coaches to motivate people in terms of like, oh, do 20 more push-ups and get jacked. Ah! Or for like uh, people in the military to prepare them for battle, like getting them hyped up out of out of spite that you're going to win the war or whatnot, you know? Yeah, it's uh, what's it's interesting because it's it's the emotion that they're showing to make the words more serious if that makes sense yeah so yeah like you said it's like a pro and a con but then when it comes to anger it's a a, to me it's a con no matter what because you can it's it's the choice of words that you use that can create the the effect yeah so why does why do i need to cuss and yell at you to generate that to to create that same effect that i can just reword my reword my uh my vocabulary to um trying to find my own words to uh to say in a specific way 
Yeah, it, so. it is interesting. I, I will not say that I'm an avid gym goer, but I I wouldn't say that to me, someone yelling at me to do more push-ups or do more sit-ups, that to me is not the type of action that I would want from another human. But I know there are a lot of people that get hyped up by being yelled at. It makes them work harder. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, and then, you know, listen to hard. Like, I know several guys that never listen to metal but they listen to metal and i'm not saying i'm not identifying metal with anger at all no i like metal i like acdc i like every i like a lot of metal yeah. too but like in terms like it's that loud that yelling and it's that same it's the effect it's not it's not the metal it's just the effect right it's the yeah. so yeah so yeah i agree so then the next one that we have is behavioral anger which is physical attacking smashing breaking act first think later and i think that is the probably the stereotypical one that we had been talking about when people think of anger is the acting out and breaking things you know like smashing like hitting the table or like punching like the punching wall punching a hole in a wall right yeah yeah totally my mom was a uh I'm not trying to throw my mom under the bus but she was a uh door hole puncher when she wanted to make a point <laughs> so yeah I mean uh, I, I'm so not I've going to say I've that I am this yeah <laughs> I, I am I think behavioral anger is probably one that maybe like that is one that I think needs to be addressed because I feel like if if you're punching holes in walls and you get that physically angry that can lead to a lot of worse things happening yeah it just goes into the the back to the self-awareness like like when you're in the heat of the moment so let me um so when you're in the heat of the moment you 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 either you either are gonna be you you think you're right actually have a tweet um let me pull it up right here it's actually perfect uh it's a saying by katherine schultz um a book called being wrong so she said, uh, it is surprisingly difficult to get angry unless you're either convinced that you are correct or humiliated and defensive about being wrong. So it just goes in. So in terms of what I mean by that is it goes into the, the, the self-awareness that you are either, oh, I'm right. So I'm going to remain heated or you're not aware that you're wrong. And so you can't de-escalate yourself. Mm-hmm. So then the next one, I guess, is going to be self-abuse, which is a lot of negative self-talk, feeling guilt and shame, substance abuse, eating disorders, self-harm, anything that goes along with that, which I think is is interesting because I, I don't know that I would have considered that a form of anger until reading this off of Verve.com is that self-abuse is being angry at your towards yourself. So we suffer more often in imagination than we do in reality. Mm. And this goes far into, we, this goes, and that was uh, by Seneca, um, but this goes into that same, to the self-abuse, because I fall under the self-abuse part where the, neg- I fall into the negative self. I, I don't call myself an idiot or anything, but like I, this, if I like, lost a situation in my in during the day or something like that i might resort back to it and think of how i could have won the situation or how i can why didn't i do this or why didn't i do that kind of so that's my negative self-talk in terms of of that so 
Yeah, I think a lot of people probably suffer from from that self-abuse anger in some some form, you know. Yeah. The next one is going to be chronic anger, which is long-lasting, unresolved emotional issues. And the person is often described as being bitter or mean. And I promise you, I have met and I know a lot of chronically angry people. <laughs> is this the, is this, so this, I'm going to be stereotyped here. Is this the, uh, the, the grumpy old man one? Or uh, yeah, not for I me guess, personally, but like falls under that? <laughs> yeah, I guess that could, could be it. And it, it's uh, later on we're going to talk about the effects that anger has on the body but it is one of those things that the more anger that you feel it's going to at some point if it you don't address it and don't try to solve the things that are making you angry it is going to lead into chronic anger and living an unhappy lifestyle yeah yeah i know a lot of people of where i came from my hometown I would describe as chronically angry and if you talk to them a lot of them don't like their jobs don't like where they live they're just they're just unhappy with the life that they they're living so it just you know it wears down on people yeah it's a chronic i mean the word chronic itself is a bad is is a just a term you don't want to be associated with in a way like it's not necessarily it 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 could be use in a positive way but generally it's not right so yeah yeah people that are have chronic anger are far down the rabbit hole and the sooner that they can find some help and and work on that the the better off that they'll be in the long run yeah the next one is addictive habitual anger which is adrenaline or dopamine rush feeling when enraged and I guess the best way, like adrenaline is, is a the, the key word in that is when you get angry and you feel, I, I think a lot of this would go back to the behavioral anger, in my opinion, is when you get angry, that adrenaline rush causes you to do things. And you, when you see red and you're angry, it just, I don't know where I'm going with that, but. No, it, it makes sense. Um it's it's like i don't know about the i'm not, i can't speak on the habitual side or not even the addictive side actually but um in terms of like for me like i'll yell fuck or shit really loud some if i'm by myself um so i'm very so that's one thing about with my anger like in terms of like when i know i'm angry i know in terms of like if i scream it's going to cause could scare somebody or 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 something like that so it's like i so it's like when i'm by myself i'll like is when i usually like will not scream but just like like fuck really loud or something like that so i don't know if that falls under there or not but that's that's where i i got the the dopamine rush or terms of like just you just need to you just need to just yell just not yell or scream but you just need to like just just get it out really quick or something and that's that's what i felt that's what i that's what I'm assuming. That's what I was on there. Yeah, I think that one, the addictive and habitual, and the next one, which is moral and judgmental, are both kind of like hard to really pin down. The definition of moral or judgmental anger is seeing someone else do something wrong, but you can't look the other way. And they describe it as being not necessarily destructive, but it risks alienation. 
I guess maybe a good example of a moral or judgmental anger would be, say, seeing, this is going to sound horrible, it's the first thing that came to my mind, but seeing another person, like, hitting a dog, maybe. Ah, okay, I get what you're saying now. I get the example. Seeing someone else doing that, and it makes you angry to see that person doing it, but you can't necessarily always control that scenario. No, you can't. I mean, yeah, you know, everything's out of our control except our thoughts in a way. So it's like, uh, it's, no, that's bad because it's like, I see, you know, it's like, to give you another example, like I was spanked growing up, but like spanking nowadays is frowned upon, especially in public. So it's, you know, it's like you see, you know, a parent striking their kid or something like that. It's, it's, you, you get those same thoughts that you're talking about. So, right, right. Yeah. I think it's saying anything that basically what you're seeing other people do that makes you angry. And sometimes, and I could flip it, we could flip it on the other side too. Say you're a hardcore vegetarian vegan and you see someone eating meat and you decide to to go and say something to that meat eater. You That's the risk of alienation is when you're the, the vegetarian and the vegan and you're choosing to speak out, I would think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Then it just goes back to the the second one, which was sudden anger. Like it's it's like all these like connect somehow with every situation. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, Mark, now that we've gone over the different types of anger provided by Verve.com, and why don't we go over what anger looks like for each of us? Yeah, I def- let's let's do it. Okay, so for me, I was raised in a house with a lot of anger, but mostly in the passive aggressive sense, which is what I identify mostly with. Personally, I don't feel a lot of rage type emotions such as like breaking things or yelling. I just mostly feel annoyance. I know a lot of people who fit into the other categories, which makes it harder for me to understand them because I don't feel those same emotions to know how they manifest. I don't like confrontation, so a lot of the times it makes me annoyed or angry. If something makes me annoyed or angry, I just digest it myself and sometimes limit exposure or avoid it from that source. When being faced with an angry person, my flight response usually makes me leave the situation to try and tell the other person to come back when the conversation when they're more calm and can talk to me respectfully. I don't like being yelled at. I, it's something I I really act poorly. If I'm getting yelled at, my automatic response is to, to cry, honestly. So then what does anger look like for you? I know we were talking that we have some similarities, but you, you take out some of your anger a little differently. Yeah. It's a good question you know how does how does our anger look to us and you know it's like <clears throat> you know it's i think that's a real big question because um you know like some it goes back to what we were saying i believe like you know some people's angers are they can't comprehend how severe it could really be they might just think yelling is okay or something like that um but to answer for for me personally though like you know what does anger look like to me like to me it's i'm very more internal rage so 
uh, I grew up in a very abusive household, mostly vocal and whatnot. My mom yell, scream, you know, cuss and whatnot. And so like for me in anger, like in a situation, like I, I like to resolve things almost immediately as I can. In turn, I don't like to necessarily, like I walk away during certain situations, but like I like to still be in the fire and try to like handle it at the same time, even being upset. And, you know, that's good and bad in some sorts of situations in terms of, so you know, some things need time and patience and, but, you know, identifying that and knowing that in, in the, in the actual time of it happening is very, very difficult, I believe. But uh, for me, like my anger is like very internal. It's very, by, like when I'm by myself, uh, an example I always bring up years ago, like if I would be, I would take off my pants and then my sock would come off at the same time and I would get frustrated when that happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like there's, there, you know, there's weird anger and then there's, you know, anger with others and and then there's you know anger with uh, just anything really you can bring anger in anything i mean but but to me to anger for me is like it's 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 i stay in the fire um try to res- i try to resolve the fire within the fire so yeah we're we're kind of opposite that i so we did talk about uh chronic anger when we were discussing the different types and that's whenever you have you're constantly long lasting angry and it's unresolved and there are a lot of dangers that go into unresolved and frequent anger such as irritability unhappiness depression isolation and people don't like to be around other people who are constantly angry or get angry out of nowhere and lash out yeah and experts have concluded, according to the American Psychological Association, I got off of APA.org, that high trait of anger and chronic hostility, anger expression, and acute anger episodes can lead to new and reoccurring cardiovascular disease. So it's not just a, a mental state that you're going to be affecting if you don't resolve that anger. It's going to be it turn into physical problems. Yeah, like the term, like your blood boils, right? It's kind of like that. At it's that aspect, like it's not, it's not good for you. Like you're blowing up, you're you're getting agitated, your your body's tightening, your body is uh, is getting hot, and your 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 thinking actually decreases, and it becomes more irrational thinking, and and so forth along those lines too. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, if you're a chronically angry person or if you just have anger problems, everyone gets angry. You have to learn how to combat and diffuse those anger emotions. So there are a couple things that I came up with that you could do. Uh, First of all, since we're talking about it, you can download the Stew app. Give you another shout out there. (laughs) Uh, You have to learn to recognize your triggers. Of course, I'm I'm sure you agree that I'm a large advocate of therapy and that's one of the best things that you can do. Even if you don't have people, you know, the stereotypes, I think we're coming out of it now, but people always thought that therapy was for like crazy people or loonies and you can only go to therapy if you have something wrong with you. And that's just not true at all. No, it's actually becoming more norm than it is. At least in my my perspective, I'm sure it's still like the stigma around it, though, of course. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely hope that within my daughter's lifetime, she's only three, but I, I really severely hope that with her growing into the schooling system, that therapy is more encouraged 
to even school-age children because if we can start kids out younger going to therapy, even if it's just play therapy or what whatnot, that's going to reduce those stigmas even more, getting them in younger. Yeah, exactly. Like get it, you know, it's it's about being, you know, um, getting in the ha- not habits, but getting into those thoughts early on versus later with the fear of the, of what you just said earlier, like the fear of therapy. Yeah. And then, of course, another thing you can do to combat and diffuse anger is to find activities or hobbies that you really like. Like if you like physical activity, you can take out your anger through kickboxing or another class like that. Or for me, I do writing and sometimes art. I don't know if you have any avenues that you have found that help you with your anger. I'm actually like getting into like kickboxing is actually a good example. I've actually been like thinking of uh basically in a way like a therapeutic thing to do that's an activity out not necessarily outside but you know some a therapeutic activity and like care you know kickboxing or taekwondo or something like you know something uh like a martial arts or whatever it is um so that and i do actually do um obviously i obviously i i journal you know that's you know stew the stew the main core is the journal aspects which um how you're saying to learn and recognize your triggers the 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 first question is you know what what are you know what the triggers are the first question um and it helps identify that like so i'm 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 going piggybacking on what you basically are just saying exactly you know like recognizing and then therapy um i do go to therapy as well but yeah no like kickboxing and riding are probably my the main or not kickbox sorry the i'm looking for activities outside but uh, uh oh that's that's right um paddle boarding that's what i'm actually i just bought a paddle board so i'm gonna be paddle boarding a lot more this summer to get out to uh exercise and things too so i'm so i am like growing into like different areas that's great yeah i've never tried paddle boarding but it sounds like a lot of fun yeah, I've never, I haven't done it yet, but I did, I did buy a board. But um, I grew up surfing, so hope the balance aspects are. Hard. I'm sure there's going to be a couple falls here and there, but uh, yeah, hopefully it's uh, it's as simple as. I mean, makes people make it look easy. So, and if, if a lot of people are doing it, then it can't be that hard. <laughs> you would hope. Yeah, you would hope, right? <laughs> All right, Mark. I have a couple questions for you. Uh, knowing what we know about anger, how do you hope that people will use the Stew app to, to better improve their lives? That's a great question. So I built Stew to, to, I built it with different features that don't all have to tie in together. It's not like you have to use the breathing with the sounds or you don't have to use the sounds with the journal. You, you just choose what you want. You can, um, the app, uh, the sounds play in the background, so you can like choose a sound, you know, to calm, you know, to ease down, to get into a, a writing mindset um, for the journal aspects. The journaling helps with uh, self-identification and with self-growth. It's all about self, self-realization, self-discovering. So in that aspect, like there's the breathing for various different um, remedies, and then there's the the sounds. So like I, so like I said, there's four or five different features that you can pick and choose to help you ease down or to just get into a to a non-angry mindset. Perfect. I think that we both have similar values. Kayla and I created this podcast to help ourselves in our healing journeys as well as help other people in their healing journeys. 
and I feel like you created the app to do the same for yourself. Can you give us an example of how creating the app has helped you either handle your own anger or helped in your healing journey? So Stu acts as a mentor for something that I don't want to do, but it reminds me to to be a better human being in the moment. Like I used to during to to learn and to discover where I have triggers and to discover deep. The more I used to, the more deeper it goes. The more the deeper I go within myself to learn more about my root. It's all about finding the root. And you got to just dig, 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 and dig until you find that root. There's just so many surface layers to it before you before you can dig to the root and so like the more that i'm using stew the more that i'm digging to my inter- my actual real internal problems and uh, not problems my internal triggers and things that that do get me upset or or things in the world like road rage for one example like i am somebody that will flip you off i'm sorry but that's you know like you cut me off you're going to get the middle finger you mm-hmm. know like that's still i think that's still an angered moment and so I'm learning, you know, it's, it's not about the middle, it's not about me flipping them off. It's about, okay, so so my judgments got upset because they cut me off. Um, so where am I really getting upset at? And then that's where Stu helps me into discovering that deeper and deeper and deeper to, um, to learn. But then it also acts, just having the app, Stu, just having the Stu app kind of acts as this layer of, like I don't want to use it but so it helps me in the it helps me be a better human being in the moment to where I hopefully don't have to use it. Yeah. Do you have any upcoming features being added to the app? Yes, yeah, so um so pretty much the app is in a good spot right now where all I'm doing now is just adding more featured requests from users, you know, what, you know, feasibility of the app, you know, some people will be like can you do can you make this easier to do or or can you make this feature request or something like that like i listen to people's requests and things and obviously what i'm able to do as well and then also add new challenges every month i add new sounds every month i add new um breathing techniques every month so i'm always adding so yeah i'm always i'm always maintaining and like i said you can always reach out for feature requests and things too and of course, the, the main question is, where can people find more information about your app and download it at? Yeah, the easiest is the website, which is angrystew.app. That will, the first things you see is the fir- is uh, just the two buttons, one to the uh, iOS store for Apple and then the Android Google Play store. So you get to choose your link to whichever one. And then also if you scroll down more on the website, it will tell you all the features, you know, what they're for, how they're used and so forth. And um, so before you download the app, you can learn more about it and, and so forth too, so. Awesome. And I think I wanted to close out today with you in saying that anger and emotions anger in in specific are is viewed as a very negative emotion like they think it's bad and you automatically if you're if you have anger in your body you're it's it's a negativity but all angers and emotions aren't bad we just need to know how to safely express them anger is just a a regular part of the human existence you're gonna get angry and annoyed in some way it's something pretty much probably every day in some, right. yeah, correct. In some form, even if it's just a, 
a fast sigh or something like that. Right, you know? right. Like, <laughs> so. And it can be hard to recognize if you yourself might have a deeper issue with anger, but it's worth it in the end to become a happier and healthier person. And like you were saying, like, you don't want to have to work on yourself. Like, it's kind of annoying at times. It can be frustrating and exhausting. But when you do the work and you put it that in, you're, you're going to come out better on the other side of it. Yeah, exactly. You want to catch yourself as early as possible. And that, yeah, it's the growth thing. Yeah, it's all about discovery, so. <laughs> Is there anything you want to add before we close out the episode here? Just your, any of your last final thoughts about anything we talked about today? No, I think we've uh, hashed out pretty much um, everything. I appreciate uh, you bringing me on. I appreciate um, talking about the app and about anger and just, just, just having a conversation and um, just going from there. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on to our show to talk about your app and helping us learn more about anger. And thank you to all of our listeners for listening to another episode of Motherful, Powerful Moms, Powerful Topics. The best way you can support our show is to leave us a rating or a review wherever you are listening. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. And rating and reviewing and giving us comments, likes, helps us find new listeners and help more people. And as always, we would love to hear from you if you have a story or any topics that you would like to discuss. Feel free to reach out to us on any of our social medias, and we would love to hear your stories. Thanks, Mark. Ah, Thanks. Have a good one.